What's going on, everybody? I'm back. I can't do the uh, fastest, strongest thing no more because that was Darian thing. And um, can't do that no more because, you know, there's a whole new show, whole new thing, whole new po- uh, podcast or show. I don't really know yet. But um, yeah, man, I'm back off the cliff show. Episode one going to be fire. Just want to make it known right now. There's nothing wrong with me as i six darian none of that i'm still my guys darian's my brother uh he helped me with all of this um i just got presented an opportunity um and decided to take it called darian asked him he was like bro do what you gotta do everything so everything everything is cool man so basically i just want to give y'all like this is episode one so just want to give y'all like a rundown of the show what's gonna be happening what type of content i'm gonna be giving y'all um and then of course review the sixers verse who we just played sixers versus rockets game um, so basically what the content is going to be is, it's going to be like, I'm just going to be, I, I want, I, I need to ask y'all if I, y'all should, if I should do game by game or week by week content, basically following the Sixers right now, uh, Eagle season is almost over. So there's no point even diving into this, stuff like that, but, um, just, yeah, just game by game Sixers content, uh, following the team, talking about them, like trade, trade deadline stuff, um, roster situation game by game stuff like i said like i know we play the nuggets tomorrow hopefully this is up but um yeah give y'all content like that uh putting it all out on like putting reels on like instagram and uh twitter tiktok different stuff like that uh but it's just gonna be me we will have guests on the show like so i will have guests on the show uh eventually but right now starting off we gotta get a basis of everything but yeah man just wanted to invite y'all to episode one uh this episode i still got like a few things to get like i get a i'm getting an intro uh made i do want to i'm going to start going live uh but this is going to be like on all stream like podcast platforms and everything but i do want to go live on like youtube so we like like take questions and um do like different segments because i have other segments that i got going on too uh as far as like length i guess is that my dog in the background oh yeah as far as like length uh the the original thought is probably about 20 minutes i want to say i want to do like 15 10 15 20 minutes especially if it's going to be game by game i uh, can't give you your hour episodes after a game like who cares um but i'm also going to be talking about stuff on non-game days too so i'm, I'm just i just got to figure out the schedule uh but the guest episodes will most likely be like an hour plus uh so figure all that out uh when we come down to it but yeah man um off the cliff show episode one we here uh let's so what should we talk about let's get all right we could just get into the sixers rockets game that just played um martin luther king day game nothing really nothing really to take from this game uh actually no there's there's a couple things um joel kept his 30 and 10 streak alive 30 points 10 rebounds he kept that alive uh first game back hopefully he plays versus Jokic tomorrow in the denver nuggets now we know in the past that he has him and Jokic have only matched up what one or two times, I think. But um, yeah. So what the fuck was I about to say? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So uh, we know that they've only matched up about one or two times, and every time it seems like there's a big matchup with something on the line, um, Joel doesn't play. So he played last year in their first game. Uh, I think he gave him forty-seven and fifteen, something like that. Um. Hold on, let me make sure the content. I mean, like this camera's good, but um, yeah, he gave him like forty-seven to fifteen. Uh, I gotta check the stats on that. Um, and he didn't play when basically the MVP would be decided. Uh, so that was 
weird. A lot of people say he was ducking them, which I'm not even allowed. I was one of them people. I agree because like, why didn't you play? Um, and is, and I, th- I don't think he's played in Denver in how long? But like, it's, it's been a couple years since he's actually played in Denver. But um, what I'm fearful of is he played this game uh, coming back from an injury, and he will not play versus Jokic tomorrow in the back to back. If Joel does that, bro, he's a bitch. He's a coward. I'm sorry, bro. He can't keep doing this ducking Jokic. First of all, I'm a basketball fan at the end of the day because I know a lot of people are like, we want Joel to be healthy for the playoffs, and we need a we need a long playoff run. Bro, it's January. If we worried about Joel injuries in January when the 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 man got to play in June and May, then bro, I come on, bro. We gotta. I want to see good basketball. I want to see the top players go against the top players. So if he sits out of his Jokic yet again, which is one of the premier big man matchup in the NBA. Why well, don't I can I like want to see that like and I know a lot of people like they just want him to be healthy but at, guys I need to let you, I need y'all to understand at this point if it's come playoff time if he's not going to be healthy he's just not going to be healthy ain't nothing we can do in January that's going to stop him from not being healthy in June and May so we he just got to figure this shit out all right I don't know what to tell y'all but like that's a matchup I want to say I want to see Joel I want to see Jokic and a lot of people say bro he already bust his ass last season da 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 bro okay. I want to see it again. I want to see if Jokic should get his lick back. <laughs> like, I just want to see good matchups. That's like saying, like, if Tatum goes up against Steph and Tatum just sits out every time he plays Steph, and it's like, bro, what are we, what are we doing? I just, I just want to see good basketball at the end of the day. But um, play today. Like I said, continue this thirty and ten streak a lot. I believe he had forty. Let me see. I'm gonna check right now. Uh, 41, 41, 10 and three. Um, I thought he had more assists than that, but uh, but yeah, ran over the Rockets. They suck. Um, Maxi, I know I wanted to talk about Maxi. Maxi, he had. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Maxi had twenty-seven and seven tonight. Um, well today, um, watching the game, they got to give Maxi some rest, bro. He he looks tired. He leads the league. He leads the league in minutes. He just doesn't have the energy. Um, that he, he usually has, and Pat Bev picked that up uh today a lot. Like he's picking up from Maxi's energy a lot, but you can just tell like he doesn't have the same burst. He's like he looks sleepy on the court because like he's just playing so much, and his part because they don't have a second ball handler, so he has to do everything while playing all these minutes and leading the NBA in minutes, and he's the focal point of the offense. Other than Embiid, and you know Joel has been out three games, the last three games, so he's been the focal point. He has to do everything because he is the only ball handler. So they they either have to get him some help, or they have to trade for some. I mean, they they either have to get him some help, or they have to give him some rest days because the same thing with Joel. It's January, so like we don't need him tired and made the the thing with Joel is the injury thing. So that's completely different. But Maxi, we don't need him. We don't need to burn him out before the playoffs. And a lot of people saying he can play because he's young. That doesn't mean shit. He's leading the league in minutes. People are acting like he's like middle of the pack minutes and he just looks tired. No, he's leading the NBA in minutes played. And was he only 24 now? Just turned 24? He's going to get tired, especially when he's the only ball handler. So I guess that takes me into like trade packages for the Sixers and what I want to see from them and just getting Maxi some help. Um, get I I want to see. Let's see my. See this is why I wish I had like the segments and everything out right now, so I can figure out how I wanted to. You know what I'm saying lead into this, but 
Um, I guess we could just talk about my number one trade targets for the Sixers. Uh, number one right now will most likely be DeJounte. Uh, would it be DeJounte? No, all right. My real number one target is Lori, Lori Markinen, because he does everything. He can take Tobias' spot. We get Tobias up, but I just know Danny Ainge. That's really like an unrealistic target because I know Danny Ainge isn't going to give him up. Like, he, he hates, he, he's such a Celtic in his blood that he's not going to give up. He, he's going to ask for Maxi in return for Lori Markinen. So, and, they, and it was already a port that came out like, if you, if anybody wants Markinen, they're going to have to give up one of their untouchables. What the fuck? Fuck you. It's <laughs> the Utah Jazz. <laughs> but that's my unrealistic number one target. Right now, my realistic target will probably be Zach Levine. I know there really isn't a trade market for him because of his contract. I think he has, what, four or five years left, and it's a huge contract. But it'll help out Maxi so much, his ability off ball, um, in order to just just help Maxi out right now because they need somebody else that can dribble the ball. The Sixers have literally no one else. And this is the problem with Giving Maxi rest days because if you give Maxi rest days, Pat Bev has to play all 48 minutes because nobody else can play point guard unless you put Furkan out there like they've done in the past, but never works. So my number one trade option target would be Zach Levine. Uh, let me go see what Zach is averaging right now because a lot of people is piling on Zach Levine, and he tough. And I know a lot of people is like comparing him to Tobias. I'm like, the, what the fuck are we doing, yo? Uh, let me see. Damn, he had 10 last game. Shit. Uh, all right, so Zach is averaging twenty five and four right now. Not having his greatest season, I think. What's, let me see what his. Let me see points per game. This is on the lower end since he came into the league. Uh, first four years, he averaged ten, fourteen, eighteen, sixteen. Then twenty three, twenty five, twenty seven, twenty four, twenty four, and twenty. So I'm not really worried about his points per game in production at all because we all have to remember if we do grab like a Zach Levine or DeJounte Murray or somebody else, they're coming here to be the third option, third or fourth option, depending on what we do with Tobias Harris. So you put Zach Levine in that type of role where, all right, bro, you need to cut. You need to hit open threes. We're going to give you the ball sometimes to go isolate. And we, sometimes we might need you to take over, but at you, at the worst, your job is to just take pressure off of Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey at the worst. So that's if Zach Levine is having like the worst season. He can't really fit in. As long as he's on the floor, we're good. As long as he can, he can take the pressure off Zach. I mean, he can take the pressure off Max. He can take the pressure off Joel. He's great off ball. He's good on ball as well. And that'll also let Tyrese work off ball because we all know Tyrese is most likely a better off ball player than he is on ball. Tyrese is kind of like a combo of, uh, kind of like Steph, kind of like Dame and Steph at the same time with like his play style. Play style, I didn't say talent wise. Just his play style. I should have got damn water. Um, but that's my number one target is Zach Levine. He would just help out so much. And a lot of people saying, oh, he's an isolation player. What type of Zach Levine y'all been watching? It was a lot of people saying he just comes up and shoots step back threes and da da da. And a lot of people got to remember, Zach Levine doesn't want to be in Chicago. He hasn't wanted to be in Chicago for the past two years. So most likely he's just trying to keep himself healthy. Even though he just came off an injury, <laughs> he's most likely just trying to keep himself healthy. And then he can just, he'll, when he gets into a new situation, sometimes he'll need to just change the scenery. Am I, your airphone, AirPods dying? Oh my God. That fast? Hold up. Let me check. Let me check real quick. And the one AirPod died. Mm, it's tough. Very tough. Um, Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I could, uh, 
see if I can change this default. Oh yeah, I can, I can, I can, ha ha, I can, can, can. All right, I can do internal speakers that we good. I can take these out. We need a charge. I didn't know it was gonna die that fast. But um, what else? Oh, so number one target Zach Levine. Number one target obviously two is Dejounte Murray because Dejounte Murray will help on offense and defense, and we know Maury and the Sixers have been looking for a two way defender. Um a two-way player that can relieve some pressure and ball handle. So those are my top two targets because that gives DeJounte gives them a point of attack defender and also another ball handler that can help out and get in pick and rolls with Joel um and relieve pressure off Maxi. A lot of this is just a lot of these targets are just relieving pressure off Maxi and giving them another ball handler where the defense can't focus in on Tyrese. Because if he's the only one out there, he's gonna have to make everything happen. And then we know how Joel reacts in the playoffs. So what the hell? Oh. But yeah, everything is just pretty much to relieve pressure off uh uh off of Tyrese. And maybe like I said, if DeJounte comes here and is a third option, then who knows what he'll be able to do for us. So that's what something hold on, let me let my dog out. Oh, all right, we're back. But yeah, let me go see what DeJounte's averaging. Uh, DeJounte Murray stats. Oh my God, he has six. Oh, he has six minutes. All right, he has six points to six minutes. That's a point a minute. We, we hooping. He averaged more than Zach Levine. He averaged 21, four and four. But and a lot of people hit me up about the fit with DeJounte too because they was like, all right, how is DeJounte going to fit with Maxi? But we got to remember DeJounte has been playing all these years with Trey Young and we've seen that that works. The problem is the Hawks suck. So nobody like they're they're a terrible run organization. The roster construction construction sucks, and we have to remember Dejounte will be coming over to be a third option. He wouldn't be a second option. The Hawks were looking at him to be like the running mate to Trey Young. And when was Dejounte Murray ever going to do that to like put them over the hump? And the problem with the Hawks is they when they beat the Sixers, that 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 was that that put that that messed them up because like they they weren't good enough to beat us, and that whole series was the Sixers fought why they lost and it like propelled the Hawks further than what they were supposed to be way too early. So they started making all these rush moves, like getting grown to grab DeJounte Murray and they weren't good enough uh, to really compete. So, Hmm. DeJounte. All right. So DeJounte 21, look what I said, 21, four and four. Come here to be a third option and to play defense. I feel like that's the perfect end. I think he has what, four more years, three, four more years on this contract. So, uh, yeah, so DeJounte is my second that's my second uh trade option. Then you can go into players like Tyus Jones as a backup ball handler. So this is the problem I have with getting the Sixers a backup point guard because like that takes away minutes from Pat Bev. And Pat Bev has been great for the Sixers this season. So I don't exactly know what they need to do. I, whatever they do, they need to make a move for a starter. And I think what Maury's gonna do, he's gonna make a move for maybe two to three players because while we have depth, we just need more ball handling out there and more scoring and more defense. Um, some of those, some of the guys we have might get pushed further in the total pool, but players like Pat Bev, who's been great defensively as a mentor to Maxi, we all saw the story that came out where Maxi was like, and after the Heat game, Maxi had a bad game, and Pat Bev was like, Barry, you can't do it without Joel. And that propelled Maxi, and then he went at 42 against the Rockets or some shit like that. Um, so I need a haircut. But um, this is the problem with having like early hair, bro. Uh, 
well, not curly, but nappy hair. Um, but yeah. So I'm always been going for oh, 16 minutes. All right. Bet. Um, but yeah, they just need to. They're in a space right now where they don't have to do a lot, but they kind of need to do a lot because I know a lot of people have been. Huh, I don't want to say this. A lot of people have been talking about like the cap space that the Sixers have. Reality, that's not an option. The Sixers have never been a free agent destination where they're going to land the big fish in free agency. That's just Philly, Philadelphia basketball has never been that. So that, that the cap space thing is kind of false. So what I think the real plan is, is to go grab like a Siakam or DeJounte Murray or Zach Levine where they can fill up the cap space, where they have the cap space to take on those players. Um, and I think they have to match salaries or something for Levine or something like that. But like to just give me a general idea of what I think is really going to happen. They're going to have to use this money this season, use most of it. And then I think next year free agency, they're going to fill in the margins of what the roster already is. So that's what I think the real plan of attack is. But they're good enough to where you can't waste this year of Joel Embiid. You need to go get somebody that's going to help out him and is going to help out Tyrese Max because you're right there. You're, you're, it's, there's a gap between the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Sixers. But the gap is very small. So you add someone else that puts you right back in championship contention. The Sixers are playing great right now. But you can still tell they're, they're, they're missing something. So they're missing that last piece. They're missing DeJounte Murray, Zach Levine, somebody that a third starter can come in and play really well and then play defense and defer to Joel and take pressure off Maxi and just hoop. So they, there's, there's definitely something that they need. Uh, and I think that's the real plan of attack with Maury. Um, I've mentioned Siakam. I'm cool. I'm cool with Siakam if he takes Tobias. I'm not cool with if 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 the Raptors take Tobias. And then we're gonna have to sign Siakam, which is dumb. I hate I, let me tell y'all something. I hate Siakam game. That shit is so ugly, bro. I hate it. But I understand that he's better than Tobias He's an all-star. So um unless the Raptors take Tobias and then that fills in Siakam's spot because he's better than Tobias and the fit isn't too bad there. Like we had Joel playing with fucking PJ Tucker and Ben Simmons. He can play with Pascal Siakam. Um, so I'm just not cool with keeping Tobias when we grab Siakam because then like where does everybody play? And we know Tobias isn't really a good uh small forward at that position. He's really is he playing small forward now? He's been inconsistent as shit. I gotta look at it. But yeah, they gotta take on they gotta take uh Tobias if that's the deal. Also, in the same breath. I'm not giving up Tobias for a lot of people, y'all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very. I, I low key want to keep Tobias and just sign him at a lower number because the the problem was never Tobias the player. It was always the money he was making, and it was limiting us from making moves. But now we have all this cap space. I'm cool with him calling his home and then re-signing, but it has to be at a lower number. Like I'm not. It's not a lot of people I'm giving up Tobias for. Like. I don't even know if I'm giving up Tobias for a DeJounte Murray. I feel like you, you, you have to find a way to add a DeJounte or a Zach without giving up Tobias because then, actually, no. I'm giving up Tobias for Zach Levine. But I'm just not giving up Tobias for DeJounte Murray. But you, you have to find a way to keep the core together and the, the vibes, the morale, locker room guys, the, the plays. Not, it's not a lot of things Tobias is bad at. He's really good at a lot of things. He's not great at anything. So what I would, you like I said, you have to find a way to keep Tobias and add those players unless you're trading them for like a Siakam 
or somebody that can take his spot. That's where you're like, right, okay, we have we we're we're filling the holes as we go. So you get Siakam, and then you add like another player or two that can fill what Tobias does, like rebound and um, well, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm sorry, not Siakam, I'm sorry, like Zach Levine and Dejounte Murray. You um you fill those spots. You get two more players, a, a player or two, and you're like, all right, this player can play, re- this player can rebound, this player can switch and guard Tatum, this player can, uh, what else does Tobias do? Shit. This player can shoot, catch and shoot threes, even though Tobias barely does that, but it's like, there's little things like that. And Tobias has been really good here, bro. We, we can't, I'm not going to lie, he's been really good, just the money that he was making, and you ex- once you're making that type of money, you expect him to play up to the money, like what Chris Middleton did. So, um, like I said, I'm not really giving up a lot of people for Tobias Harris, man. I'm just not like I like, and I'm cool with slander until we like, because I know like he's can take it. He's been taking it since he's been here. Like, where else is he gonna go? Where they're gonna appreciate Tobias? I mean, we don't we appreciate him. We just don't appreciate the money that he's making, and that's that's cool. So, uh, was there anything else I wanted to touch on for this? Like I said, this is the first episode. I did want to make it short. I really just wanted to give like a rundown of what the show was going to be. If it's going to be game by game, it was going to be week by week. I don't really know what I want to do. I might ask y'all. Um, and then, like I said, the show is going to get better. It's going to be like edited and reels are going to be put out. It's going to be a lot of like graphics, different stuff. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll go there while. But yeah, man, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um, I need to brush my hair. Y'all see me fucking my hair? But yeah, um, gonna have to figure it out. But yeah, episode one. I'm gonna see how this turned out. Might add stuff, might not. But episode one. Appreciate y'all for viewing. This is going to be on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, I don't know what else. But yeah, kind of wanted to come in with some like. Just, just, just raw thoughts. Like I didn't do any research on like the, I, I didn't do any like real research on like the trade targets, what we can do, money that have to be get up, who we have to give away, stuff like that. I just wanted to give a basis of what the show was going to be about, what y'all should expect, the guests that are going to be on, but y'all not going to know none of the guests until I drop it. But yeah, man, off the cliff, episode one, we here. Appreciate y'all for, for tuning in. My guys. <laughs>